Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, how are we doing today? Doing all right. You know, I was just thinking the other day while I was listening to an old episode of this podcast, I was thinking about Uh maybe changing up that intro, because now that I've thought about it, I feel like we're all kind of learning together, and it's really not so much us teaching you about it. Except when we're like just reminding you of things you've already read, but like <laughs> what, maybe know, just like learn with me, a born and raised atheist, right? My good friends, ex evangelical Je- Dedeker and Jace, <laughs> teach me the born and raised atheist slash learn with me about the Bible. It really rolls off the tongue. I yeah, love it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying because Dedeker, your name sometimes I, it just comes out like Dedeker. Like I can't quite get it all the way out. Like. Like I miss a syllable or something in there and it's really... It has a lot of syllables, to be fair. A lot of people yes. make that mistake of just really kind of getting halfway through my name and then giving I up. I just, I garble it. I'm <laughs> even, sorry. Even I do it, to be honest. Really? You're like, what's my name? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's exactly. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. M, this is a very mm-hmm. exciting day. Do yeah. you remember what happened last time? Well, I know that we are going to talk about Samson today because we mm-hmm. were talking about him and setting him up last time. Mm-hmm. And he's and- actually someone that I know because of Regina Spector. But then I also know that Jeff Goldblum sacrificed his child, his <laughs> his girl, his only child, his only child, because uh, because she came through a door. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what she was carrying? Now I'm just like Bible quiz style. Mm, wow, like some <laughs> she, wheat. No, she was she was dancing, right? She had a, a tambourine. A tambourine, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. She came out like because he was coming home from war, and so she was throwing a party for him. And she, she was oh, like, "Oh no, I missed that entirely." Well, with the tambourine and was like, "Daddy, look at," and then, "Daddy, daddy, look," and then he was like, "My name is not Philip; it's Jephthah. What is it, Jeff Goldblum? Jephthah." Jeff and you're gonna die so and she was like not nah, like let me have two months to mourn my virginity because i'm never gonna have sex and he was like sure no problem and then he killed her cool yeah yeah that was that <laughs> that's pretty story. much that's a great summary yeah <laughs> that was, yeah it was pretty good pretty good yeah it was very awkward emily should All teach right. uh, sunday school classes i think she could oh don't let me do that please <laughs> nobody that's, would like that, that at all that's like a straight up snl sketch i want to see that Actually, that would yeah, be pretty I'd good. Yeah, I like. All right, all right, fine, fine. For that, maybe my SNL uh, tape, yeah, to send <laughs> into them. That would be great. I love it. So, what are we? What are we drinking? Okay, so for my drink today, I'm gonna explain it to you in the form of of a, um, a nursery haiku? rhyme. Oh no, no, no! I was hoping rhyme. it was like, yeah, <laughs> botanical. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to fetch a drink for recording a bible podcast Uh when she got there the cupboard was bare 
And so in a moment of desperation, she mixed together vanilla vodka and kombucha. And uh, so I did this. Wow. I mixed together and I tried it and definitely made like cough syrup, like children's cough syrup. (laughs) Now (laughs) I squeezed some fresh lime into it. Now it's maybe the best drink I've ever had. Really, from cough Wait, syrup to best cough syrup to lime, and then you add lime. Trust me, I was skeptical. Also, the lime was also an act of desperation, where I was like, I cannot drink this through the entire podcast. This is awful, but this is all I got. And the lime, no, it works works really well. Now it's very like summery and fruity and citrusy and refreshing, and I like it. Well, the- it's like <laughs> vanilla and kombucha. What what flavor kombucha? Oh yeah, that's a good question. It's a rose lemonade kombucha. So also a little okay. bit of a citrusy base. Okay, so the the vanilla is the weird the weird part of the this vanilla equation. is the weird part, yeah. but with the lime for some reason it works out like because now it's kind of like a little uh, limey meringue creamy kind of situation. Lime and the coconut sitch. Like wow, a lime, suppose, yeah. like, a, like a key lime pie, maybe. Mm, okay, okay. It's, right, it's now making me wonder if I took if I had to like actually take cough syrup if I was sick and I put lime in it, would it make it great? Oh yeah. Well, next time you're experimenting with cough syrup and robo tripping and stuff, let's oh, give it a try. Let's, let's not, listeners at home, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Especially if you're listening with that. kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, for sure. That's not. It's um, not so, good. J- nah. Jace, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Top Cutter IPA, which is from the oh. Bale Breaker Brewing Company, which is quite a mouthful to say. Um, Bale Breaker. I, I got some of this, and it's a, a 6.8% alcohol by volume. Mm. So and you're gonna be doing okay. Yeah, it's it definitely when I had one the first time I was like, okay, yeah, this hits me a little bit harder than the stuff I've been drinking lately. Not by a lot, but just a little bit harder. So we'll nice. see if it leads to a fun episode or not. I'm sure it will. And today I am drinking a lovely oaky Chardonnay that I got from work because they're like, we're getting rid of these, so I just got to take it, and that was cool. So thank you, Sun Cafe. Thank you. (laughs) The perks of the trade. Yeah, this episode is sponsored by Sun Cafe. Emily's drinking today is sponsored by Sun Cafe. Definitely is. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, so what are we reading today? All right, today we're going to actually be reading pretty much the whole story of Samson. This is Judges 14, 15, and 16. We're going to pretty much go through the whole thing, right? But we found out he is the last judge, so what else is there? Like I said, I think it's going to be all censuses for the rest of the oh, book. Joy, you all out there have fun with that while we <laughs> also try to have fun with it. We'll see what happens. No, I actually, I actually don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to be a bunch more little quick shorty judges that fly by. I don't know. I have no idea. As we get started today, we want to remind our listeners to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Judges 14. went down to Timnah. He was looking for a soul there. to steal. Sorry, was... <laughs> Samson went down to Timnah and saw their young Philistine woman. Yeah. What? Are so you, wait, are you... Hang on a second. Hold, hold on a second. Wasn't Samson just like a baby 
Didn't he like uh, yeah, just like get ten born seconds ago? Ten yes. seconds ago on the last episode, he if was just you, a baby. And I, if you recall, though, my pitch last time was that that episode would end with like a montage of him growing up. I didn't know this cute. was going to happen this time, but I think I did kind of perfectly call that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that, that then, like the That's last, the last scene is you see his like long hair from behind, and he turns around, and you see it's Chris Hemsworth now that he's an adult, and now we're here. Oh, That's kind of how I picture. Yeah. You think it's some really swole lady, and then it t- he turns around <laughs> and it's Chris Hemsworth. I it's see. like, uh oh, well, that's fine too, by all means. <laughs> Right, we've already precast Chris Hemsworth yeah, as yeah, yeah. Samson. No okay, question. Right, I remember now. Okay, so we've gone through the montage. He's had some kind of badass song for his, his growing up montage. Mm, yeah, definitely. And here we go. Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. He came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. And they were like, yeah, bored. Okay. <laughs> They're like, I'm Col- assuming you may have seen a couple, but okay. Colin, colon, now therefore, get her for me as wife. Whoa. What? Yeah. Just yeah. right away. Privilege. Hashtag privilege. She's just like, whatever. I'm mommy and daddy get me things like fun toys to play with and new wives. <laughs> now... Uh, is that okay? That can't be okay to marry a Philistine woman, surely. Oh, oh I see. That can't be okay. This might be controversial. Okay. Because the, the Philistines are in power right now. The Philistines are ruling over the Israelites. They've conquered them. Right. At the end of the last one, we learned that they were taken over by the, or they were sold into the Philistines by Yahweh because they did bad in the sight of Yahweh. Okay. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then his father and his mother said to him, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get your own dang wife. Get your own dang wife. Then his father That's and our... his mother said to him, is there never a woman among the daughters of your brothers or among all my people that you go to take a wife of the uncircumcised <laughs> Philistines? Oh, uh-huh. no. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Samson He's talking back because Samson said to his father, get her for me, for she pleases me well. Mm. (laughs) But I like her. But I like her, but I want her. So maybe Samson's still a teenager at this point. You're right. I think we we need to cast someone else that's like the teenage Samson and then Chris Hemsworth is young later. The young Chris Hemsworth. He's like a petulant child at this point. Unfortunately, I don't think any of the other Hemsworth brothers are young enough at this point to play. No, yeah. no. Mm. I'm sure older. that if, if it, like a huge budget production company was tackling this film, it would be that weird thing where we like <laughs> we artificially like CG his, yeah. CG oh, his younger version of his face onto a body double and it's really upsetting and no one wants it, but everyone thinks that they want it. Yeah. Horrifying. And yeah, it's well, just yes. upsetting and uncanny valley. That's probably what would happen here this yeah. day and age. We'll, we'll do a deep okay. fake of old Chris Hemsworth yeah, on exactly. Chris of a young Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Yeah. okay. Samson said to his father, get her for me, for she pleases me well. But his father and his mother didn't know that it was of Yahweh, for he saw an occasion against the Philistines. Okay, so dad what? and mom don't know that this is Yahweh's plan all along. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love this. Like midway through the story, you know, the, the narrator kind of turns to the camera and is like, but little did they know. <laughs> He's taking the bait. (laughs) Uh, Now, at that time, the Philistines had rule over Israel. Mm -hmm. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnah and came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, 
a young lion roared against him. Whoa. Oof. Like, it's like, oh, from a distance, I thought it was a hot lady, and actually it's a lion. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, I always did, make that did, mistake. Did she turn into a lion? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, okay, she just, the, he happened to see a lion. Okay, Let's okay, find cool. out. A lion was roaring against him. The spirit of Yahweh came mightily on him, and he tore him as he would have torn a kid. And oh, he had nothing boy. in his hand, but he didn't tell his father or his mother what he had done. So with his bare hands, he killed a lion, Whoa. but kept it a secret. Why? I would be telling everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, would like, I wouldn't, Emily, I wouldn't would because I'm really, vegan. You would not. You'd be still crying over the corpse of that lion. Yes, That's you're true. right. If I were him, <laughs> I would maybe be telling everyone. But if I were me, I would never be in that situation. So no, but, here we are. But, okay. But really, though, if a lion suddenly came out of nowhere and was like going to kill you. What would you yeah, do? I suppose I'd have to do something about it. I would <laughs> defend myself and then try to run and probably die because I can't outrun a lion. <laughs> well, but, That's but actually what, if, what would happen. What yeah. if you had a weapon or a gun or something? You were able to kill the lion in self-defense. Then what would you do? Would you tell everybody? No, I would tell no one, and I, it would go to my. I would probably have to tell a couple people, but I would cry <laughs> myself to sleep for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, well, but maybe Samson that's how Samson feels. Maybe. I doubt it. But oh, yes, maybe he maybe. was ashamed. That's why he didn't share it. Uh, does a lion count as... A lion's got to count as an unclean animal, right? Oh. Uh, probably, because it doesn't maybe? have cloven hooves, so I think that makes yeah, it... Yeah, and you're probably not, not suggested to eat a lion, so I think that counts as unclean. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, he went down and talked with a woman, and she pleased Samson well. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, so I think still, it just means still, she she looked good. Come on, now. she still looked good. Okay, yeah. I mean, right. of course. Yeah. So he's still on time to get to his first date with this lady, at least. Okay. <laughs> After a while, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion. And bees. Honey. Yeah, you read that correctly. I mean, you heard that correctly. I, I read did it not read it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and honey, he took it into his hands and went on eating as he went. And he came to his father and mother and gave to them and they ate, but he didn't tell them that he had taken the honey out of the body of the lion. Oof. Wait, this I'm, is like, I'm so, this is so weird. Ew, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The, the, the bees were creating honey in the lion. Like they made a hive inside the lion. Yeah. Okay. I also didn't totally understand that at first. Okay. This is super weird. This is very not vegan on many levels. You're right. No, it's, like, too, it's, <laughs> no, like it's the, not. The turducken of honey. Uh, the turducken of non-vegan <laughs> actions. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So he takes the honey out of the lion, gives it to his mother and father. They eat it. But he was c- kind of a unsavory move of not telling them, oh, by the way, this is dead lion carcass honey. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, okay. Where is this going? This uh, is super uh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Gross. Continue. Okay. I li- and probably he's bragging about it now. Maybe Jace, he's like, hey, Jace, I just do you remember that. this? Do you remember this story from Sunday school? Because I do. I don't remember this part, no. No? I'm I waiting for the reveal to be like, and then he came down from his hallucinogen trip and realized, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, those were some crazy mushrooms. Realized that man. he actually was, you know, <laughs> eating some donkey poo out of a bush. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His father went down to the woman, and Samson made there a feast, for so used the young men to do. God. 
this what? translation. Oh, yeah. He's so <laughs> used to the young men's to do. So used to the young men to do. So, okay, he made a feast because that's what the young men did. Yeah. When, okay. you're, when you're trying when to your charm dad, a lady. When your dad helped you charm a lady. Right. Um, it happened when they saw him that they brought 30 companions to be with him. Samson said to them, let me now put forth a riddle to you. If you can declare it to me within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothing. But if you can't declare it to me, then shall you give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothing. Sounds like this guy's going to get a lot of clothes. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like Samson's also like super wealthy. Like I'm just getting that vibe from him. Like he's grown up really with a lot. It does you know? seem that privilege, way, yeah. some privilege, maybe. Yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's expecting his daddy to get everything for him, even a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They said to him, "Put forth your riddle that we may hear it." He said to them, "Out of the eater came forth food; out of the strong came forth sweetness." Now. I have to say that when I was growing up in the NIV version, this uh-huh. riddle was actually translated to rhyme. Um, uh, I've, uh, I've got it. I've got it pulled got up it? here if you want it. What is yeah. it? What Read is it? To it? Us. Out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong, something sweet. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emily is so not impressed. <laughs> uh. They couldn't in three days declare the riddle. Oh, he gave it. Okay, they have seven days till the end of the feast, right? And so three days in, there's everyone's still stumped of what this (laughs) riddle might be. I mean, is it just honey? Uh, I think the. He didn't tell anyone about what happened, right? So honeycomb. No, no, no. I think the answer, the the very obscure answer to the riddle is: I killed a lion, came back. There were bees inside of it, and I took honey outside of the lion's carcass and ate it. And that's like clearly. The answer that makes to the a riddle. lot of sense. Yeah. Is <laughs> no. it? Is this? I'm assuming this is one of those things where they all get to ask yes or no questions. You know, like those lateral thinking oh, puzzles. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh, it's like a, it's a maybe. twenty questions. Like, is it? Is it bigger here. than a bread box? Or you like, know, it's an it, icicle. It was an icicle. You killed him with an icicle. <laughs> right. That's Dedeker always what says it an is. An icicle is always the answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, so three days in, they can't figure it out. It happened on the seventh day that they said to Samson's wife, "Entice what? your what." What? Yeah, what are you... Wait, did they get, they got married? They got done yeah, married? Yeah, they're having, they're having a feast. Oh, That's okay. That's a feast yeah. of them getting I, married. I missed that. Sorry, yeah, I missed I, that. I also missed that. Okay, they did okay. get married and now we're feasting. Okay. We're it. feasting about it, yeah. It happened on the seventh day that they said to Samson's wife, entice your husband that he may declare to o- us on, the sorry, riddle. On which day? On the s- seventh. Oh, I'm going to read the verse again, Jace. Yeah. <laughs> It happened on the seventh day that they said to Samson's wife. Well, here's why I'm here's why I'm stopping you because I pulled up some other translations and all of them say the fourth day. Random. Uh, yeah. Wow. So I'm super confused here. We're that on like verse, verse fourteen to fifteen here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah the, the message says on the fourth day they said to Samson's bride. NIV says on the fourth day they said to Samson's wife. Okay, well, it's a conspiracy then. I got gotcha. you. Oh, but okay. but huh. but the complete Jewish Bible also says the seventh day. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, Weird. maybe they're interchangeable. Yeah. 
it happened on the seventh day, maybe the fourth day, who knows, that they said to Samson's wife, entice your husband that he may declare to us the riddle, lest we burn you and your father's house with fire. Wow. Jeez. Calm down. Yeah, seriously. She should have been like, "Uh, no, bro, lest I murder you. They keep going. Have you called us to impoverish us? Is it not so? So I guess they're feeling like if we have to give up 30 changes of clothing and 30 linen garments, like we can't afford that. That is a lot. Yeah. I say that's a lot, even though it's 30 people. So you'd think that split all those ways, but maybe it's still expensive probably to, to come up with a pair of clothes. That's not the pair of clothes you already have on your back. Oh, so I see this is collectively. I thought it was each of them. Like if they win, he has to give everyone who got it right. 30 things, but it it, maybe it is all together. I think it's all together. That makes, that makes more sense. Okay. So they go and basically threaten her. Right. (laughs) They threaten her. Yeah. We're going to burn you in your father's house with fire. Okay. Samson's wife wept before him and said, you do but hate me and don't love me. You have put forth a riddle to the children of my people and haven't told it me. (laughs) He said Uh to her, behold, I haven't told it my father nor my mother. And shall I tell you? She wept before him the seven (laughs) days. you shouldn't. (laughs) She wept before him the seven days while their feast lasted, and it happened on the seventh day that he told her, because she pressed him sore, and she told the riddle to the children of her people. Yeah, because she was freaking terrified. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, this I get weird. that, but I'm. So, it would have been really awkward to just, like, have a seven-day feast and have her, like, crying next yeah. to you the That's entire true. seven days. Super yeah. awkward, but, you know. Okay. Yeah. The men of the city said to him on the seventh day before the sun went down, what is sweeter than honey and what is stronger than a lion? He said to them, if you hadn't plowed with my heifer, you wouldn't have found out my riddle. What What? a saying. Wow. I'm offended on (laughs) many levels. (laughs) You're offended for the sake of Samson's wife. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm offended on her behalf right now because, okay, first of all, they threatened her. They didn't plow her, wink, wink, if you know what I mean. <laughs> also calling her your heifer. That's messed up, dude. Okay, let's okay. just move on. Let's just move on. Yeah. There's got to yeah, be some sort of good out- something. He's the hero, right? I... Oh, he is the hero, but you know what heroes do in this book? <laughs> well, They get their hair cut off. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, Emily. Don't jump the gun. Yeah. Okay. okay. That would be a weird conclusion to this story. <laughs> and so they cut off Samson's hair. Okay. The spirit of Yahweh came mightily on him, and he went down to Ashkelon and struck 30 men of them and took their spoil and gave the changes of clothing to those who declared the riddle. So he went and killed 30 dudes. I mean, I'm not surprised. And gave that to the people who want it. That is messed up. What the? Yeah. What? What? I'm so confused right now. He went okay. to some other random place, killed 30 dudes, and took their clothes and gave it to these guys? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. That's messed uh, up. Uh, his yeah. anger was kindled, clearly, and he went up to his father's house. But Samson's wife was given to his companion, whom he had used <gasps> as his friend. What? Um, yeah. Jace, can you... Uh, <laughs> what? Can Wait, you, like, that's is she end, gone? That's the end of the chapter. <laughs> Uh, so that's the end of that story. It's a good one. Um, wow. Jace, can you look up the message? I'm curious about Samson's wife being given away. That's, I see. That's a, a curious detail that I 
I didn't recall from my Sunday school tellings. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I, I do remember the riddle now of the honey inside the lion vaguely from Did Sunday school. Did we find school. out what it was? What do you mean? What the it answer was, was? It was honey. It came out of a lion. It honey was, well, that's what I said. No, I know. Is, you were right. You're you correct. It. You got cool. it. But cool. I think it's both, cool. part, it's both parts because they come and they say to him, what is sweeter than honey and what is stronger than a lion? So it's like they guess both parts of I it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that now. Now, I get it. Okay. they did not even have a chance to go on and be like, dude, you ate honey out of a lion? That's gross and messed <laughs> Ew, up right. Bro, because he was so angry and cut them off before they could really even have that discourse. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So here's what I got. So basically from the message, I'm picking up that he went down to Ashkelon, killed 30 dudes, stripped them and gave their clothing to those who had solved the riddle because he was a psychopath stalking out smoking with anger he went home to his father's house samson's bride became the wife of the best man at his wedding oh geez oh wow that's That's incredibly awkward so i think that okay a couple of thoughts that came up one is i know there's kind of that old like joke about the fact that at a wedding Basically, all the men are dressed the same. So it's like if something happens to the groom, you just like shuffle over one place and then the next one gets married. Oh, cute. Um, so like, is that is that the joke? Is that the custom of your people, Jace? That is a joke that I have heard. It was in a movie or something. The, me- the men people? <laughs> the men people, yeah. I don't know. There was a joke yeah. about it in some movie that I watched. I don't know. Anyway, my point is this is kind of it's kind of like the idea of if you die that your brother would then marry your wife that maybe it was Mm. a similar situation of like he storms out of the wedding and it's like well we all agreed to a wedding so like someone's got to do it and one of his buddies was like okay a lot here all right so i'm trying to get ahead of and like predict what the apologists for samson are going to say about this Mm. and Mm -hmm. i suspect that um, <laughs> this was all part of Yahweh's plan to get him to actually not marry the Philistine woman. Oh, oh okay. You know, to the unfortunate detriment of these random 30 dudes who got killed. But that's what you do when you try to go over Yahweh's head and marry a Philistine lady when he says that that's no good. Um, I just did a quick Google search for, uh, excuse the language here. Why is Samson an asshole? And mm-hmm. the top result that came back is, why did Samson use a jawbone? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we're going to get to that. Is, spoilers, okay. Yeah, Jace, okay. Okay. spoilers. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, because <laughs> yikes, what? No, that we should keep reading. Here we go. Judges 15. But it happened, after a while, in the time of wheat harvest, that Samson visited his wife... I'm assuming not well, actually his wife, but that woman who would have been his wife. Is it? Or did he get a new wife? wife? For a hot second. Uh, okay. His ex-wife. His old wife. <laughs> his almost his wife. wife 1. 0. The, okay, but it happened after a while in the time of wheat harvest that Samson visited his wife with a kid, meaning a goat, I'm assuming. And he said, I will go into my wife in the chamber, but her father oh. wouldn't allow him um. to go in. Mm. There's so many well, levels of awkward happening right now. Okay, yeah, so the, the it, phrasing is all that yeah, I'm going to phrase, say. Seriously, um, so if it is his ex-wife, do you think it's like he? It is his ex-wife, and he's going to visit her, and he's like, "Hey, technically, we got married, so I should get to bang you when I want." And her dad is like, "No, don't." 
<laughs> uh, let me, okay, verse two. Her father said, I most assuredly thought that you had utterly hated her. Therefore, yeah. therefore, I gave her to your companion. Isn't her younger sister more beautiful than she? Uh, please, uh, take her instead. Okay, think a little bit about casting for this father while I go on. Samson okay. said to them, this time shall I... What's Chris Hemsworth's voice sound like? Just kind of generic. uh, Dedeker's in Australia. She can tell us. Is he Australian? I don't know anything about any of this. Okay. Okay. Good eye. All right. This time, Samson, (laughs) boy from Australia. Okay. Good job, Emily. Best Australian accent I've ever heard my lifetime. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Samson said to them. This time, shall I be blameless in regard to the no. and that one no. no, 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 I cannot. I'm sorry. I cannot. I cannot. I know that the story of Samson is not very long, but I cannot abide the entire story of Samson with that accent. I, I'm sorry. I just yeah. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to channel Chris Hemsworth doing an American accent. <clears throat> Samson said to them, This time shall I be blameless in regard of the Philistines when I do them a mischief. Samson went and caught 300 foxes. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) whoa, whoa. That is no small feat. How do you even catch one fox? What? Okay, Samson went and caught 300 foxes. I'm assuming this took a while. What? Wait, 300 foxes? 300 foxes. Okay. Okay. And took firebrands. What's a firebrand? Does anyone know? A brand with fire on it? Yeah, I'm like, is it a thing for branding or is it a totally different thing? I don't know. I don't know. A burning uh, well, piece of wood is what Google tells me. A burning? A yeah. Burning? Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now try to follow this sentence with me because I've read it a couple of times already and I don't understand it. Samson went and okay. caught... 300 foxes and took firebrands and turned tail to tail and put a firebrand in the midst between every two tails. When yes, he of the foxes? I remember this story. I remember this story. Yes, he tied their tails together and essentially made it so that they're dragging along something burning so that they set everything on fire. Oh, I see. He didn't kill these foxes. They're alive. Yes. Okay. It's still animal cruelty. Oh, yeah, very much. Okay. So then he put a firebrand, so like a burning piece of wood, in the midst between every two tails. Okay. I'm sorry. I need to stop this again because I just have so many questions. Because he caught 300. Where was he storing these foxes? How was he containing these foxes? We've established he must be very wealthy, right? Yes. Uh, Yeah. He keeps them in his conservatory. <laughs> oh, sweet. Fox Conservatory. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's cute. So it seems like he's then tied their tails together somehow and in between those put a firebrand because it's a firebrand in the midst between every two tails. When he had set the brands on fire, he let them go into the standing grain of the Philistines oh. and burnt up both the shocks and the standing grain and also the olive groves. 
So okay, he just okay. like burned everything. He just destroyed so he's like, everything. This is what well, happens awful. when you when you don't let me have sex with whoever I want to have sex with. Jeez, yeah. this, this is, is a I'm brat. I'm liking I'm liking Samson less and less. I feel like we need to have somebody that's not even as is like well liked as Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> or maybe this is a good role for him to like stretch his boundaries. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's I think true. Be we, good. we've not we've not really seen Chris Hemsworth as a little bit of an antihero. That's you know, true. Ambiguous yeah. morality kind of boy. I didn't Did, even know if I would call this guy antihero. He's just like a bad boy, bad bad boy. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Did either of you watch okay. uh, the Boys, that Amazon series? Yes, I did. I the, did see it. The guy the who thing. plays. The like Chris Hemsworth esque kind of character, Captain yeah. America. <laughs> no, what's his oh, name? Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. yeah, yeah. I'd say he's like our backup choice if if Chris Hemsworth can't handle the like gravity of this, you know, like the being the antihero. He would that be guy, good. Yeah, he'd be, he a would good, be good. He'd be a good backup for this. Okay. That's true. That's very true. Okay. All right. <clears throat> then the Philistines said, "Who has done this?" They said, "Samson." The son-in-law of the Tim Knight. <laughs> this guy. Who else? Like, who do you think has enough time to sit around <laughs> catching foxes, <laughs> tying them together? Yeah. The uh, because he has taken a wife and given her to his companion. I'm assuming the he here is the father of the the wife. I guess. Anyway, the Philistines came up and burnt her and her father with fire. <gasps> Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! What a terrible time to be alive! What is going on? What is yeah, wrong with these people? You're absolutely right. Thank you. You're absolutely right. This is awful. So, okay. What did she do? She did nothing to deserve this. But nothing. so many of these women did do nothing. They didn't do anything, and yet, okay. All, all the, oh boy. Okay, this is nuts. All right. Samson said to them, "If you do after this manner, surely I will be avenged of you, and after that, I will cease." He struck them hip and thigh with a great okay. slaughter, and he went down and lived in the cleft of the rock at Etom. <laughs> what? What a... So, what, he just, like, killed all of them? What does the message yeah. say? I'm sorry, this is just, like, the recurring theme of this show yeah, is consulting I, with the message. I, I wish we could read the message straight through, but we can't, but... Okay, yeah. okay, here we go, here we go. The Philist- Here's the message version. The Philistines said, who did this? They were told, Samson, son-in-law of the Timnite, who took his bride and gave her to his best man. The Philistines went up and burned both her and her father to death. Samson then said, if this is the way you're going to act, I swear I'll get even with you. And I'm not quitting till the job's done. (laughs) This is the worst script ever. We're not hiring this translator to write our script. No, no. Who is this man? (laughs) With that, he tore into them, ripping them limb from limb. A huge slaughter. Then he went down and stayed in a cave at Etam Rock. <laughs> I, yeah, because you just. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's such a cuckoo. He's a. Yeah, he's, such he's a cuckoo. pretty pretty intense. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. All right. Ooh, that, was that the end of that <laughs> no, chapter? No, we're only eight verses oh, in. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, what? Oh, c- oh keep going, God. good lord. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> Me too. This is so action packed. Like, sure, yeah, can't. we have done an entire freaking thing already. Goodness. Okay. 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 Then, <clears throat> so he's he's down in the cave, in the cleft of the rock, right? Okay. Then the Philistines went up and encamped in Judah and spread themselves in Lehi. 
Now, something that I noticed actually just looking at the message translation is that Lehi, this place where they're staying, means jawbone. Just keep that oh. in the back of your mind because that's going to come up, I think. Okay. okay. The men of Judah said, why are you come up against us? They said, to bind Samson are we come up, to do to him as he has done to us. Then the 3,000 men of Judah went down to the cleft of the rock at Etam and said to Samson, don't you know that the Philistines are rulers over us? What then is this that you've done to us? He said to them, as they did to me, so have I done to them. They said to him, we have come down to uh, bind you that we may deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. Are they all Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> They're what all just, that yeah. about? They're all related right. to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Samson said to them, swear to me that you will not fall on me yourselves. They spoke to him saying, uh, no, but, <laughs> but we will bind you fast and deliver you into their hand, um, but surely we will not kill you. They bound him with two new ropes, new ropes, brand new, and brought him up from the rock. When he came to Lehi, which means jawbone, the Philistines shouted as they met him, and the spirit of Yahweh came mightily on him, and the ropes that were on his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire, and his bands dropped from off his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, and put forth his hand, what? and took it, and struck a thousand men therewith. This just got super okay. intense. Samson said, with the jawbone of a donkey... Heaps on heaps with the jawbone of a donkey. Oh, he is Australian. I have struck a he's thousand men. Heaps. <laughs> heaps and heaps. It's like I killed heaps of men. <laughs> right? Jeez. The jawbone of donkey. Heaps <laughs> on heaps. The jawbone of a donkey. I've struck a thousand men. That's a very strange thing to use to kill thousands of men, but I'm I'm just saying. But well, you know. if you're if you're bound up and you don't have a weapon on you, that's probably the best thing you got, really. But he like burned them off of him with his like body energy bro <laughs> whoa <laughs> so with his Yahweh body energy yeah. okay uh. it happened when he had made an end of speaking that he, <laughs> he cast away the jawbone out of his hand and that place was called Ramath Lehi uh, which uh, I'm which assuming means, means like jawbone of killing because it used to be called Lehi which <laughs> meant jawbone and now it's and now, nice. now it means seriously jawbone. That was messed up. Right. It means jawbone hill. <laughs> I just looked it oh, up. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. I'm going to call this place jawbone hill. <laughs> <laughs> he was very thirsty and called oh, on Yahweh. Called on Yahweh. This guy. Called this on guy. Yahweh now and said, you have given this great deliverance by the hand of your servant. And now shall I die for thirst? And fall into the hand of the uncircumcised? Mm. But. Which is the worst thing ever. <laughs> He's yeah. so spoiled. He really is. Oh, for sure. But God split the hollow place that is in Lehi, and water came out of it. <laughs> you know that. Oh. We all know that place. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah for oh, sure. I, I should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When, when he had drunk, his spirit came again and he revived. Therefore, the name of it was called En Hakore, 
which is in Lehi to this day. He oh, judged, okay, so it's yeah. even a new named place even within Lehi. There's just so many names. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Caller's Spring is what that one means. Like one, huh. one who calls, it's their spring. Okay. He judged Israel in the days of the Philistines 20 years. That's the end of the chapter. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. This is so intense. Yeah, that oh was goodness. a lot. That's... I did not expect any of that, honestly. Okay, we have but one. But here we are. We have one last chapter in this episode, and I can't I'm sure it's also going to be bonkers. Go. But before we get to that, we <sighs> want to take a quick moment to talk about how you can support this show to help us keep this going and hopefully get through this Bible a little bit faster. So now we're on to Judges 16 and more with the story of Samson. So Samson went to Gaza and saw there a prostitute and went into her. Oh, meaning. Ugh. Yeah, we know. Just, that. You know, right. Just right on in. Just. Right on in. <laughs> I'm assuming this is Delilah, but OK, which is surprising to me. But let, let, let's keep continuing. I, I don't know. It was told the Gazites saying, Samson has come here. Who wrote this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they compassed him in and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city and were quiet all the night saying, let be until morning light, then we kill him. Hmm, yeah. All right. So these guys are waiting. Yeah. Samson lay until midnight and arose at midnight and lay the whole and laid hold of the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and plucked them up bar and all and put them in his shoulder on his shoulders and carried them up to the top of the mountain that is before Hebron. Wait, How what? Old, so he just so, rips up the gates of the city and carries and like, them on his shoulders. Just like, bye. I, okay. Okay. So there, so the Regina Spector song essentially like gives this idea that that he can do this that he's able to with his long hair able to like grab huge things and take them places what's the what's the lyric <laughs> that on. says that hold on like yes. he had a slice well, of wonder bread and picked the... up huge things and carried them. Like, what? <laughs> no <laughs> what is but it the said lyric? <laughs> well the lyric after he gets his hair cut off is that he couldn't mm. bring the columns down he couldn't destroy a single one and so okay. I'm assuming before that he could. And so here it is. <laughs> Got it. I just, okay. The way that the story was always taught to me that uh, was that like Yahweh was essentially giving Samson divine strength. He is a very, very right. strong boy, a very, very muscly boy. And, um, and that was also attached to his hair because his hair was kind of attached to his oath to Yahweh. But I really like this idea of like, <laughs> it's not strength. It's just the ability to grab large things and take them elsewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's, I'm assuming that's strength. But yeah, it just, right. I, I do like that. But that's it. very interesting. But they, okay, but think about it. The power of strength, it could be the power to win a bunch of arm wrestling matches. It could sure. be the power to like push a semi truck all the way like, up a hill. What does strength actually mean? It's like yeah. only right. the strength to grab things and carry them elsewhere. If you're trying to do anything else with your muscles, yeah, too bad. Yeah, sorry, not going to happen. Well, and the strength so, okay. to kill a thousand people with a. Uh, that's true that's true and i guess the strength to catch 300 foxes i don't know that just feels like yeah they're just these are random strong things to be (laughs) able to do it all just yeah that he's even carrying them up to to hebron so he he does seem to have superpowers you know yeah for sure the hence our casting of chris hemsworth right yeah exactly because he is a superpowered man yeah it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorak, Sorak, okay, whose name on. was Delilah. I gotta say, 
Samson's probably the horniest Bible character that we've run into so far. He's had a lot of women in his life. Although I'm not going to I'm not going to say the horniest because some of these men have 70 kids. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay, yes. Yes. However, but like this is the most where you've gotten like the most like distinct individual stories of him falling in love with that lady, going to see this prostitute, right. falling in love with another lady, wanting to have sex with his ex-wife, like Okay. It's a very, it's a much more sex focused story than I think we've gotten in quite a while. Yeah, I suppose. Can can I also the point lo- out? Can I also point out this yes. whole story that Emily just told us amounted to nothing? Right, he goes to see a prostitute. <laughs> all the men surround him, and then he comes out and like rips up the posts and walks away. And everyone's like, and "Whoa!" They, well, I'm sure they saw that and they were like, "You know what? We're not going to touch that. We're not yeah. going to go there even a little bit." Exactly. But you're right. It didn't go anywhere. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so, so now, totally Lord, different story. Here he meets. Yes. Yeah. Delilah and the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her entice him and see in which his great strength lies and by what means we may prevail against him that we may bind him to afflict him and we will give each of you or we will give we will each give you of us <laughs> 1100 pieces of silver whoa okay it's a lot it's a yeah, lot. yeah. Delilah said to Samson, tell me, please, in which your great strength lies and with which you might be bound to afflict you. Ooh, who should we cast as Delilah? Yeah, I know. It's oh, going to affect the reading. That's very important. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, Who's I mean, on the list? Fine. Who's on the list? Lady Gaga? No. Keanu Reeves? No. <laughs> I mean, I would- We have I a lot of that. men on this list. We do. I Olivia yeah, Wilde? I like Olivia Wilde. Ooh, I do like that too. Yeah. I like her okay. as, as Delilah. Okay. So- yeah. Can you kind of embody her energy? I'll see what I can do. Okay. Okay. Samson said to her, if they bind me with seven green cords that were never dried, then I shall become weak and uh, and be as another man. Then the lords of the. Okay, so that's bullshit, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven green cords, which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. And I guess he was like, is this some kinky thing that we're doing right now? I don't know. Uh-huh. Now she had liars in wait abiding in the inner chamber. She said to him, the Philistines are on you, Samson. He broke the cords, obviously, as a string of tau is broken when it touches the fire. So his strength was not known. Delilah said to Samson, behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, please, with which you might be bound. Wait, okay, wait, hang on. I, I am sorry. <laughs> Before you keep I, going. Yes. Couple things. One of them being, I, you know, from this story growing up, I always remember thinking as a kid, I was like, wouldn't Samson get wise to this? That it's like, yeah. well, the totally. only person, you tell her this very totally. specific thing that's a lie. Big coincidence you happen to find yourself bound in the thing that you told her was not going to hold you. And then she comes to you again and is like, you lied to me. What is it actually? I'm like, wouldn't that immediately set you off of like, oh, I think this woman's trying to set me up. Okay. That's thought number one. Thought number two, if I take it in a very different direction, is this some kind of kinky role play thing that they're really into? I think a little bit. You know, that they're going to pretend that the Philistines are on him and he's tied up and, oh no, what's going to happen? What are the Philistines going to do to you, Samson? Oh, I mean, that's funny. She's like the the dominant one in this scenario, which is kind of fun. Yeah. All right. So... He said to her, if they only bind me with new ropes, which no work has been done, then I shall become weak and be as another man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him therewithin and said to him, 
The Philistines are on you, Samson. The liars and wait are abiding in the inner chamber. He broke them off his arms like a thread. <laughs> Delilah said to Samson, Hitherto you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me with which you might be bound. He said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head with the web. What? Huh? What? Uh, I don't know. The message huh? says the loom. Maybe this is just okay. a weird translation of a loom. I don't know. That's very strange. <laughs> So, yeah, if you weave the seven locks of my head with the web, she fastened it with a pin and said to him, the Philistines are on you, Samson. He awakened out of his sleep and plucked away the pin of the beam and the web. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, Jace, you said the web means the loom. So, as in, he told her this bonkers answer, which was, if you weave my hair into your loom, then I can't, I can't escape. And so she, like, wove his hair into the loom. Something like that. Yeah. And he was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay, she, okay. Yes. Can we pause for just a moment? Because, right, this is bonkers. Now. Yes. She's done this several times, and he keeps just, like, giving it's her It's probably these... getting him all, as you said, getting him all hot and bothered. Yeah. I mean, it must be that he knows. Well, because nothing seems to come of it, is that he breaks out. Right. It doesn't say, does he escape? Does he kill all the Philistines? Does he, like, what happens? Like, he doesn't... Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. It's so more that, just... does, lead me, that mm. does lead me to wonder. I'm like, is it a role play thing? But then at the last... Uh, well, I They're don't just... know. That's, yeah. that's going off the rails. I can't keep that together. Um... I don't know. It is. It's not right because they're not actually attacking him. She's just telling him. It's she's like a fun game him. they've got going on, and he's just messing yeah. with her. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she said to him, "How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and have not told me in which your great strength lies." It happened when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him that his soul was vexed to death. <laughs> I don't what? know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't you don't know, know what, what that means. means. I felt what that means. I know what it feels like to have your soul vexed to death. Yeah. Okay. Just they're uh, bugging, well, you, bugging you to your soul just dies. And he's like, ah. <laughs> he told her with all his heart, he said to her, no razor has ever come on my head for I have been to a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaved, then my strength will go from me and I will become weak and be like any other man. Why would he tell her this? Yeah, this seems like a bad stupid, idea. Stupid, stupid. Well, she kind of used some emotional blackmail, I suppose. I guess, I yeah. I guess. She's like, but you love me. Come on. So when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines saying, come up this once for he has told me all his heart. <laughs> <laughs> then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their and brought the money in their hand. Mm. She made him sleep on her knees and called for a man and shaved off the seven locks of his head. What? There's only seven locks. Uh, and the, she the message says seven braids. It seems like he's got it okay. kind of parted into seven sections somehow. Okay, and and she's like shaving him off. Okay, and. She began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. She said, the Philistines are on you, Samson. He awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times and shake myself free. But he didn't know that Yahweh had departed from him. Oh, Oh, yikes. I guess he had it coming. You know what? He had it coming. He does deserve this, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Philistines laid hold on him and put out his eyes. Whoa. And they brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And he did grind in the prison house. (laughs) That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) That is a a very weird thing to say. What what do you think they actually mean to say? Uh, 
he was having a rough time in the pri- in in the big old the big the big uh, house the big house in the, in the, the big house. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. they're putting him to work, making him you know hit the hit the grind. Okay. okay. Right. So, oh, however, the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaved. Oh, that's weird that Herod Lord... does that. Huh. Yeah, I know. Wow, weird. <laughs> the lords of the Philistines gathered them together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, their god, and to rejoice. For they said, our god has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hand. Mm-hmm. When the people saw him, they praised their god and they said, our god has delivered into our hand our enemy and the destroyer of our country who has slain many of us. It happened when their hearts were merry that they said, call for Samson that he may make us sport. They called for Samson out of the prison house and he made a sport before them. They set him between what? the pillars. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we're about to find out. They set him between the pillars and Samson said to the boy who held him by the hand, allow me that I may feel, feel the pillars whereupon the house rests that I may lean on them. Now, the house was full of men and all women. Because right, he's all- blind. He's blind right now because oh, they put out his okay, eyes, yeah. so he's asking yeah, him to like, yikes, put sucks. my hand on this. Okay. Okay. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there. And there were on the roof about 3,000 men and women who saw while Samson made sport. That's a lot of people on this freaking roof. I hope it can hold them up. Samson called to Yahweh and said, Lord Yahweh, remember me, please, and strengthen me, please. Only this once, God, that I may be once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson took hold of the two middle pillars on which the house rested and leaned on them, the one with his right hand and the other with his left. Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. He bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell on the lords and all of the people that were therein. Whoa. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than those who he killed in his life. Jeez. Then his brothers and all (laughs) the house. Let me just finish this. Then his brothers and all the house of his father came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtual in the burying place of Manoah, his father. He judged Israel 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That was that was a crazy story. I'm sorry. Wow. Goodness. Now, okay. Yeah. Okay. Judges I, is bonkers. This, judges is so good. I love it. I love Judges. This is this is official. I'm going to say it's official. Judges so far is my favorite book of the Bible. Just as a yeah, book. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's right? pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could agree with that. Action-packed. Yeah. A lot of different stories. Now, how my Sunday school teachers... Yes ever read this story and went, huh, yeah, there are some good lessons for kids in this. How that ever crossed their minds, I do not understand. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I was kind of puzzling over that myself. And I, I don't know. I mean, I think that this is a story that gets taught to kids because it is one of the more exciting stories and has yeah. some of the more interesting imagery of all the stories that we've read so far. I, I think do that... They- I mean, did they teach kids that he is such an asshole? No. They did. I feel like if I recall correctly from the fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy annals of time and my memories <laughs> of Sunday school and Christian school and stuff like that, I think the uh-huh. moral of the story, at least what I recall, is was kind of the sense of like, yeah, Samson kind of was an asshole. He tried to marry a Philistine. He really wasn't supposed to. 
Um, so like that sucks, but plus side, he did kill a lot of Philistines and also he kind of has this like tragic, heroic, poetic end in that, like he kind of gets what's coming to him because he gets his eyes put out, he loses his strength, he gets captured by the Philistines and like, that's kind of his punishment for going against Yahweh. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's okay because he killed a lot of Philistines, you guys. Well, I know. See, that's yeah. the weird part about this is like the only way that this story still ends up with him being heroic is just if you're like, but he killed Philistines. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's not surprising based on the stories we've gotten so far. No, no, it is definitely a lot more violent and intense than I remembered the story of Samson being. Yeah, yeah, and like that was a lot. I I'm surprised at that story. I did not expect it to go like that. You know, the song is very sweet and <laughs> and catchy and <laughs> lovely to listen to, and and that's not what happened. It was not lovely, not so, at all. Something that I want to do in the bonus episode too is I want to talk a little bit about the old Samson and Delilah movie from like the 50s. I think um, huh. I found all of it's on YouTube. So well, so we might look at a little bit of that or I'll just have you two watch some clips and we can talk about it. Um, but it's a very different portrayal than I would have cast just based on reading this story now. Hmm. So I'm curious to look at that a little bit. Well, uh, yeah, definitely something I want to look up for the bonus content is that this story of Samson and Delilah is for some reason very culturally significant and right. uh, you know, shows up a lot in a lot of different places and I'm and it feels like there's not that much story there really yeah. other than the fact that like they both clearly did not trust each other they both were lying to each other even yeah. though they loved each other quote unquote claimed to love each other so maybe there's something about that hmm. that is kind of intriguing that it's like we um at least so far in the bible we've not gotten a lot of stories that are really about what happens in a relationship between two people so far it's just been kind of like they married this person they went into them hmm. it was great um yeah you know jacob loved rachel because she was hot and didn't love rachel or leah because she wasn't hot um yeah <laughs> yeah you know we don't really get a lot of stories that are about kind of the discourse between the two people in the relationship um so yeah. maybe there's that's the reason why that stands out i don't know yeah it's interesting that like things are written about just that small one chapter you know in in the bible and that out of all of the things in the bible that i knew i knew that story i know Mm -hmm. more you know other stories as well but that one was one of them so i wonder what that is yeah so i want to look into that of like why it was culturally that we all kind of latched onto that story right yeah uh, Yeah. how that's affected us we'll see if we're just doomed to like two more episodes of censuses or what but we've only got (laughs) two more episodes left of this book so we'll see we'll find out thank you for joining us for bible study today if you want even more drunk bible study including ad-free episodes early releases personal toasts on the show and more become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk bible study if you enjoy the show take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on itunes or stitcher letting other people know what you like about it you can also join fellow listeners in the drunk bible study fans and fellowship facebook group Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Judges is The People Dread Judges by Jace Lindgren featuring Emily Matlack. 
For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.